Welcome back. Welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Speeds in the building. And yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. And yo, if you are a returning listener or if you're a new listener, I just want to say thank you for even finding this podcast, even vibing with this podcast, because I don't know what makes you keep coming back. I don't know why you keep listening. I don't know why you even care about this life that you're living, but it's cool that you do. You know, it's cool that you are um, learning new tools, being coming more or becoming more empowered, really trying to become your best self because it's tough. It's hard. It's really hard, especially when, um, you know, there are certain lifestyles, certain habits that you're used to, and life just keeps constantly changing, right? The only stability that you seem to have is instability. And if you are stable, then, you know, you keep having these thoughts of, okay, how can I sustain and how can I upscale? How can I add more to my life so it doesn't seem redundant? And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? I've come to the revelation that as much as I perceive to care about this life, as much as I want to seem and try to fill myself with inspirations to be ambitious. I'm just not feeling it anymore. You know, I'm just, just not feeling it. I just don't care. I it's not like that, it's not like I'm careless because every time I seem like I'm taking care of business, taking care of something right? I'm careless in another area. There's something that I miss that I forget. So I've given up on the whole taking care of shit side of life. And in contrast to doing that, that has made me more vulnerable. Why? Because I've been careless too far long trying to take care of others' needs.
Then I try to take care of myself. And I don't even know how that's going. I don't know where I'm supposed to be in life. I know what I'm supposed to do in life, but that seems bleak. You know, we live in a world of self-love. I mean, that's what uh, media is really trying to push. But they don't tell you that self-hate comes along with that. There's a fine line between both. It's a rich line. It's, th it's a thin line. There is no line, though. It's the same thing. When we continuously m make mistakes, right, thinking that we're going to get a different outcome, Isn't that the definition of insane? If we keep getting the same results, shouldn't that make us change the way we act, change our behavior? Why do that if we live in a land of free will? Why do that if we have the power to create our reality? Why do that if we have the power to will things into existence? Why can't our way work? A lot of the times, what we want in life doesn't really go our way. I've had some beautiful moments in this life and I've had some shitty moments in this life. And the shittiest moments have all come from the situations that I put myself in. So I have nobody else to blame but myself. But the intentions, whether it was a good situation or a bad situation, the intentions were right at the time, every time. So when the results of my actions put me in a pit, put me in a ditch, put me buried six feet deep, It's only up to me to regenerate and bring new life. It takes a lot of energy. And I've done so much to try to regain my energy back. 
I went six months without talking to my family. I know a lot of people have gone longer. I know a lot of people have no family to talk to. And I'm appreciative of my family. I love that. I love them. But I, when I stopped talking to them, I didn't care. I didn't care how they felt. Because I was trying to take care of my mind. I was trying to really take care of the things that I thought I needed to take care of. And while doing that, I was careless in other aspects of my life. that I now have to overcome. I believe there's power in not caring. I feel like it empowers you because you become numb to fear. You really have more incentive to live life as if you have nothing to lose because you don't have anything to lose, right? If you die, you fucking die, that's it. You know, the body is going to decompose. We know energy lives on. We know it cannot be destroyed. So you know your soul is going somewhere else. But do you know where it's going? Whenever I have thoughts of defeats, because right now, trust me, I feel defeated. I feel fucking defeated. I feel like I just got the shit knocked out of me. Like fucking Mike Tyson came and hit me with fucking 50 uppercuts straight to my fucking gut. That's how I feel right now. That's how I fucking feel right now. I feel like I just got all 32 teeth knocked out of my mouth. I feel like I just got hit in the fucking head with a steel chair. But whenever I feel like this, I just want to give up. I do. Sometimes it seems like I try so hard and I get nowhere. Nothing to show for it. And when I've every time I have that thought, right? It's like, what do I really want to show? I don't even like showing off. So what the fuck do I really want to show? Show the world that you can be whoever you want to be. 
people already know that. The world already knows that. There's plenty of examples. Show the world that God is real. Let God work through you. I can't deny that. I can't deny that. So when I want to deny God working through me, Does that mean do I deny God? All right, so listen, I grew up religious, right? Now, when I first, my first five, six years of life wasn't going to church. When I moved to Mississippi, that's when we really started going to church. I had to go to Sunday school. I had to go to church for like five hours straight. I don't know if people can do that. I'm sorry. I don't know if people can stand up there in a hot ass church and preach for five hours. I, I just, that's insane to me. That's insane to me. But how I live is insane. When I moved to Florida, grew up in a Catholic church. And as I learned the Ten Commandments, right? Some of that took to heart. And some of it, I'm still trying to reprogram and recondition myself. Like, honor thy mother and thy father. Sometimes the actions that I do, sometimes I feel like they wouldn't accept it. And then that makes me think, damn. Maybe I'm a lone wolf. Maybe I need to do my own thing. And as I reflect, you know, this is a Mercury Mercury retrograde right now. This is a time of reflection. But we have to realize at the same time, Mercury moves so fast and Mercury is the planet of communication and it rules the moon. We just had a full moon, a wolf moon, right? And Cancer. Cancer is how we nurture ourselves, but you know, it also has that hard exterior as well. So it's guarded, right? It's guarded, but it's, it's, it's a, it's a loving planet. It's a water sign. It's emotional. I 
Crabs are stubborn. Crabs can be greedy. But like I said, it's a mother sign, it's a nurturing sign. It's a loving sign, same time. And when they feel threatened, when it comes to love, they can become guarded. So as Mercury's in retrograde, right? People like to say it's going backwards. No, the fuck not. It's not going backwards. Mercury, it takes 88 days for it to do a complete revolution around the sun. Right? It takes us 365 days to get our asses around the sun. So, I don't know if y'all have ever ran track before. But I used to run the 200, the 100, and the 4x1 relay. Now, I wasn't the fastest kid on the block. But, you know, I had them wheels. I had them zoomies. I could get it in. So they usually put the fastest kids in, like, the third lane. fourth lane if you're running the 200 or the 400 because you know you're going to go around that curve so the people on the outer lanes right like five six seven as we're going around that curve they have the perception that they're ahead, right? But once we get to that straightaway, they lose their position. So as Mercury and Earth, as they're both going through their transit, Mercury's going so fast that it's literally lapping us. And we're still in the same position. But as it's approaching to lap us, we're looking back on it like, damn. Nigga, you, you slow as hell. I look like you're going backwards. You're supposed to be zooming past me. But like I said, Mercury takes 88 days to complete its trip around the sun. So we experience like three or four retrogrades a year. And Mercury. And people like to blame it on, or like to blame their mishaps on this Mercury retrograde. All because of a logic that was thought of many, 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 many years ago. Because people thought, oh, Mercury's moving backwards. When it's never moving backwards. People thought it was a bad omen. People thought you shouldn't um, sign new contracts or do business or, you know, do anything 
long-term, commit to anything long-term doing a Mercury retrograde. Since Mercury does rule the sign of communication, or rule communication, but it also rules the moon as well. And we all know the moon really influences our emotions and our feelings. And as the age of Aquarius approaches, you know, it's a sign of humanitarian, humanitarianism, people, social gatherings. So right now is like a really good time to figure out, especially this year and moving forward, who do you want to be in this life? I mean, we got to realize this was the first full moon of the year. That was a full wolf moon. The intention is set right there. And this is going to be a year of people helping us get to where we want to get to. But we got to help ourselves first and we got to help ourselves in the right ways. If we are here and we know we're here for for our specific purpose and we're over here doing some dumb shit, fucking off. we can understand why it's not working out for us. We can understand why we feel how we feel. You can understand why you feel like you just got uppercut 15 times to the stomach by Mike Tyson. We hand ourselves the hardest blows. And sometimes it really is our fault. You know, when you're young, sometimes you don't have a choice. But when you get to a certain age, it all falls on you. And if you ask for help, some people will talk shit about you. If you don't ask for help, you know what I mean? You're on your own. And if you don't want to help yourself, then just give up. Try again next life. But for me, I can't give up. No matter how pissed off at the world I get, can't give up so 
when you're being vulnerable out here in the world because you stop caring, be okay with that. Because the more vulnerable you are with the world, the more the world will take care of you as long as you are doing what you're supposed to do. I know that for a fact. It's just hard to do the right thing the right time all the time, even though it should be the easiest thing to do. But, you know, we get addicted to certain pleasures, certain habits, and trying to please, we become careless of what really matters. what really matters is how you're nurturing yourself and how vulnerable you're willing to be with yourself because when you're vulnerable you accept all the parts of yourself you accept all the good you accept all the bad you have the ability to sit with the thoughts good and bad, the negative thoughts, the joyful thoughts. And you can exercise those energies to see if it really resonates with you. Those negative thoughts, those aren't even negative for real. Those are just warnings. It was more like, hey, you need to stop doing that shit. Or it's, hey, you need to get up and do this. Sometimes those type of thoughts really do aggravate us. Because it takes too much energy. And then we get annoyed at others when we have to do it. When in reality, it's just life. We all want to do the best we can. And we all care at doing the best job that we can. Because if some of us don't think we can do the job, we won't even muster up the courage to do it. Look, miracles can happen in this life, I believe as quick as you can put yourself in a hole you can get yourself out even faster this is very cliche but if there's a will there really is a way so if you have the will to live keep on living because more life will come to you and if you have the will to die then I'm sure you'll find yourself in a lot of situations that you will get the call you're looking for. So don't be afraid to be vulnerable. People actually do enjoy vulnerable people. People who are 
not afraid to express how they feel, whether it's through song, through spoken word, through literature, through whatever art they're into. We all feel, even those who become emotionally unavailable, because I can be like that sometimes as well. But we can all feel. And we all see the truth. Because we can identify the pain. And we can understand. Being vulnerable creates a unique society, right? Because if everything's out in the open, how can people manipulate you, right? Especially if you know who you are. And every day in this life, we are still continuing to find out who we are. But it's most important to know who we are not. The outside world will try to label you something that you are not, and you know you're not. But if people be if people hear something over and over, and over, enough times, they tend to believe it. That's why it's so important with astrology to understand the symbols, understand. Like the basic definition of these terms, these symbols, these energies in the sky, and then you'll be able to better identify and manipulate the energy that is trying to manipulate you. We're all vulnerable to energy. That is all the time that we have for the What Is Life podcast. If you made it this far, thank you. I know this episode was a little different, but, you know, life is not always fucking beautiful. You know what I mean? It's not always roses and dandelions and fairy tales. Sometimes you're going to take some fucking falls. You're going to slip. You're going to fuck up. But you just got to be mentally tough. Be graceful and thug it out. Have y'all ever had tooth pain? Like, have y'all ever had a cavity? And have you ever eaten something to aggravate that cavity? And it's painful, right? Like, it's really painful for like five or ten minutes. And those five or ten minutes, it seems excruciating. It seems like it's never ending. And then it ends. So if you practice self-love, just know that sometimes some self-doubt, some self-hate is going to come in. And that's natural. It's life. There's no love without hate. So find that medium. Find that happy balance. Find that middle way. And don't get too high on love and don't get too low on hate.
If you haven't purchased the book, A Love So Blind yet, go ahead and make that, make that move. It's almost Valentine's Day, man. Stop being blinded by love and choose what you want to be and choose what you want to be blinded to when it comes to love. Y'all hear me stutter? I said, like I was about to start beatboxing. As always, it is your boy, your host, Sensei Speed. Stay tuned for episode.